Hello, hello. Today's story is called Jumanji, written by and illustrated by Chris Van Allsburg. Yeah, I fell and now there's a hole. Now remember, Mother said, your father and I are bringing some guests by after the opera, so please keep the house neat. Quite so. Clean. Keep the house clean. Quite so, added Father, tucking his scarf inside his coat. Mother peered into the hall mirror and carefully pinned her hat in place, then knelt and kissed both children goodbye. When the front door closed, Judy and Peter giggled with delight. That is Peter. Yeah, Peter's on the chair. No, the couch chair. The couch chair. Um, They took all the toys out of their toy chest and made a terrible mess. But their laughter slowly turned to silence till... Finally, Peter slouched into a chair. You know what, he said. I'm really bored. (sighs) Me too, sighed Judy. Why don't we go outside and play? Dad makes better voices. Oh, maybe you can have Dad record it next time. Peter agreed, so they set across... He doesn't like recording his stories. So they set off across the street to the park. It was cold for November. The children could see their breath like steam. They rolled in the leaves, and when Judy tried to... Peter was running and jumping. Mm-hmm. He wanted to jump. No, 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 They rolled in the leaves, and when Judy tried to stuff some leaves down Peter's sweater, he jumped up and ran behind a tree. When his sister caught up with him, he was kneeling at the foot of the tree, looking at the long, thin box. Looking at a, not a, at, hmm? at. Looking at a long, thin box. That's what it says. Is that what you mean? What's that? Judy asked. It's a game, said Peter, handing her the box. Jumanji, Rudy read from the box. A jungle adventure game. Look, said Peter, pointing to a note taped to the bottom of the box. In a childlike handwriting were the words, free game, fun for some, but not for all. P.S. Read instructions carefully. What does P.S. mean? Uh, It's postscript. It means, mm, by the way, they're saying there's something else to add at the end of the letter. Want to take it home? Judy asked. Not really, said Peter. I'm sure somebody left it here because it's so boring. Oh, come on, protested Judy. Let's give it a try. Race you home. And off she ran with Peter at her heels. At home, the children spread the game out on a card table. It looked very much like the games they already had. There was a board that unfolded, revealing a path of colored squares. The squares had messages written on them. The path started in the deepest jungle and ended up in Jumanji, a city of golden buildings and towers. Peter began to shake the building and towers. Oh, there it is, yeah. Peter began to shake the dice and play with the other pieces that were in the box. Put those down and listen, said Judy. I'm going to read the instructions. Jumanji, a young people's jungle adventure especially designed for the bored and restless. A. The what's and what's? Bored and restless, like when they have nothing to do. A. Player selects piece and places it in the deepest jungle. B. Player rolls dice and moves piece along path through the dangers of the jungle. C. First player to reach Jumanji and yell the city's name out loud is the winner. Is that all? asked Peter, sounding disappointed. No, said Judy. There's one more thing. And this is in capital letters. D. Very important. Once a game of Jumanji is started, it will not be over until one player reaches the Golden City. Oh, big deal, said Peter, who gave a bored yawn. Here, said Judy, handing her brother a dice. (laughs) You go first. Peter casually dropped the dice from his hand. 
just like slowly, not very urgently. Just here you go. Just gonna drop it on, drop it on down. Seven, said Judy. Peter moved his piece to the seventh square. Lion attacks. Move back two spaces, read Judy. Gosh, how exciting, said Peter in a very unexcited voice. As he reached for the piece, he looked up at his sister. She had a look of absolute horror on her face. Peter, she whispered, turn around very, very slowly. That's not the right voice. That makes a better voice. Oh, that's, that's nice. But he's not reading right now, so this is the voice that I'm going to use. But maybe when Dad reads it again, he can use his voice. Yeah. The boy turned in his chair. He couldn't believe his eyes. Lying on the piano was a lion staring at Peter and licking his lips. Nope, it says licking his lips. See? H-I-S. The lion roared so loud it knocked Peter right off his chair. The big cat jumped to the floor. Peter was up on his feet running through the house with the lion, with the lion a whisker's length behind. He ran upstairs and dove under a bed. The lion tried to squeeze under but got his head... Stuck. Peter scrambled out ran from the bedroom and slammed the door behind him. He stood in the hall with Judy, gasping for breath. I don't think, said Peter in between gasps of air, Mama, that I... Mama, that, that, that said, oh, cool. I, I yeah. don't think... Mm, cool. Like him, that I want to play this game anymore. But we have to, said Judy as she helped Peter back downstairs. I'm sure that's what the instructions mean. That lion won't go away until one of us wins the game. Peter stood next to the card table. Why don't we just call the zoo and have them take it away? Have him taken away. From the upstairs came the sounds of growling and clawing at the bedroom door. Or maybe we could wait till father comes home. No one would come from the zoo because they wouldn't believe us. And you know how upset mother would be if there was a lion in the bedroom, said Judy. We started this game, now we have to finish it. Peter looked down at the game board. What if Judy rolled a seven? Then there would be two lions. For an instant, Peter thought he was going to cry. Then he sat firmly in his chair and said, let's play. Judy picked up the dice, rolled an no, eight. No, let's play. Mm-hmm. That was bad. Okay. Eight, right, right, right. After, after lion. Yeah. After lion. Judy picked up a dice, rolled an eight, and moved her piece. Monkey steal food, miss one turn, she read. From the kitchen came... Monkey or monkeys? Monkeys. From the kitchen came the sound of banging pots and falling I jars. I might ask you. Yeah. That was kinder. The children ran in to see a dozen monkeys tearing the room a dozen, apart. like a hundred? A dozen means twelve. So there's twelve monkeys running around their kitchen. Isn't that... Kind of crazy? Yeah. And a lion upstairs, too. I don't know. It kind of sounds like it's turning into a jungle. Their house is turning into a jungle. No, it's turning into a zoo. Oh, boy, said Peter. This would upset Mother even more than the lion. Quick, said Judy. Back to the game. Peter took his turn. Thank heavens he landed in a blank space. He rolled again. Monsoon season begins. Why did he roll two times? He's taking his turn. So Judy just went, now it's Peter's turn. Monsoon. Oh, yes, because 
Because, because, because she missed that turn. Yeah. Monsoon season begins. Lose one turn. I'll hold him. Little raindrops began to fall in the living room. Then a roll of thunder shook the walls and scared the monkeys out of the kitchen. The rain began to fall in buckets as Judy took the dice. Guide gets lost. Lose one turn. Hey, how did Peter lose a turn? And that's just what it says. Oh, I mean, how did Judy lose... Judy lost two turns in one row. Whoa. The rain suddenly stopped. The children turned to see a man hunched over a map. Oh dear, I say, spot of bad luck now, he mumbled. Perhaps a left turn here, then... No, no, a right turn here. Yes, absolutely, I think a right turn. Or maybe... Excuse me, said Judy. But the guide just ignored her. Around here, then over... No, 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 over here, and around this. Yes, good, but then... Hmm... Judy shrugged her shoulders and handed the dice to Peter. Four, five, six, he counted. Bitten by Tsitsi Fly... Contract sleeping sickness. Lose one turn. Judy heard a faint buzzing noise and watched a small insect land on Peter's nose. Peter lifted his hand to brush the bug away, but then stopped, gave a tremendous yawn, and fell sound asleep, his head on the table. Peter, Peter, wake up, Judy cried, but it was no use. She grabbed the dice and moved to a blank. She rolled again and waited in amazement. Rhinoceros stampede. Go back two spaces. You're falling asleep, Holdy? As fast as he had fallen asleep, Peter awoke. Together, they listened to the rumble in the hallway. Uh Uh-oh, what is it? Rhinoceros. Too much. (laughs) Suddenly, it grew grew louder and louder. Suddenly, a herd of rhinos charged through the living room and into the dining room, crushing all the furniture in their path. Whoa. That's crazy. Peter, Peter and Judy covered their ears as the sounds of splintering wood and breaking china filled the house. Peter, yeah, it's like plates, fancy plates. Peter gave the dice a quick tumble. Python sneaks into camp. Go back one space. Uh oh, it's a snake. Judy shrieked and jumped up on her chair. Over the fireplace. I'm kidding. It did not kill anyone. Yeah, over the fireplace said Peter. Judy sat down again, nervously eyeing the eight-foot snake that rat was wrapping itself it around the like, mantel clock. Like, I thought snakes didn't have feet. No, eight feet. Eight foot is the measurement. So, like, I'm five foot tall. You're about three foot something. So, three hundred feet. Um, and the snake is eight eight feet long. The guide looked up from his map, took one look at the snake, and moved to the far corner of the room, joining the monkeys on the couch. Judy took her turn and landed on a blank space. Her brother took the dice and rolled a three. Oh no, he moaned. Volcano erupts. Go back three spaces. Three, oh man. The room became warm and started to shake a little. Molten lava poured from the fireplace opening. It hit the water on the floor and the room filled with steam. Judy rolled the dice and moved ahead. Discover shortcut. Roll ahead. Oh dear, she cried. Judy saw the snake unwrapping himself from the clock. If you roll a 12, you can get out of the jungle, said Peter. Please, 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 Judy begged as she shook the dice. The snake was wriggling his way to the floor. She dropped the dice from her hand. One, six, then another. Judy grabbed her piece and slammed to the board. Jumanji! She yelled as loud as she could. Jumanji! 
steam in the room became thicker and thicker. Judy could not even see Peter across the table. Then, as if all the doors and windows had been opened, a cool breeze cleared the steam from the window. Everything was just as it had been before the game. Everything's back to normal now. Hmm. No monkeys, no guide, no water, no broken furniture, no snake, no lion roaring upstairs, no rhinos. Without saying a word to each other, Peter and Judy threw the game into its box. They bolted out the door, ran across the street to the park, and dropped the game under a tree. Back home, they quickly put all their toys away, but both children were too excited to sit quietly until Peter took out a picture puzzle. As they fit the pieces together, their excitement slowly turned to relief, and then exhaustion. With the puzzle half done, Peter and Judy fell sound asleep on the sofa. <laughs> Wake up, dears, mother's voice called. Judy opened her eyes. Mother and father had returned and their guests were arriving. Judy gave Peter a nudge to wake him. Yawning and stretching, they got to their feet. Mother introduced them to some of the guests and then asked, Did you have an exciting afternoon? Oh, yes, said Peter. We had a flood, a stampede, a volcano. I got sleeping sickness and... Peter was interrupted by the adult's laughter. Well, said Mother, I think you both got sleeping sickness. Why don't you go upstairs and put your pajamas on? Then you can finish your puzzle and have some dinner. When Peter and Judy came back downstairs, they found that Father had moved the puzzle into the den. While the, the den is the, a room in the house. Yeah. When the children, while the children were working on it, one of the guests... Oh, yeah, I haven't read the whole thing yet. It's almost over, though. While the children were working on it, one of the guests, Mrs. Budwig, Budwing, brought them a tray of food. Such a hard puzzle, she said to the children. Daniel and Walter are always starting puzzles and never finishing them. Daniel and Walter are, were Mrs. Budwing's sons. They never read instructions either. Oh, well, said Mrs. Budwing, turning to rejoin the guests. I guess they'll learn. Both children answered, I hope so, too. But they weren't looking at Mrs. Budwing. They were looking out the window. Two boys were running through the park. They were Danny and Walter Budwing, and Danny had a long, thin box under his arm. It was Jumanji! Ooh, the end!